They say you can't fight fire with fire. I say you can't fight custard with custard. This is 20 Questions Tuesday, the podcast where one guy asks another guy 20 20 questions. questions. I'm David Brunel Brutman. And I'm David Reinstrom. What's up, David? Hey, dude. So I've discovered something magnificent on Instagram. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. It is the TSA's Instagram feed. Oh my goodness. The Transport Security Administration, I mean. Yes. Basically what it is, it's run by this one, there was a, an article in uh, Wired Magazine a couple of weeks ago about this, the, the social media is run by this one guy, his name is Bob, he was in the army and then he got out of the army and then he was a singer-songwriter for did, a while. Did you say he was in army? He was in the army. He was in army. I thought you said he was in army. Yes, he was like in army. Like Buster Bluth says. <laughs> Like, no. I have to go to army today? No. Um, he was in the army, and then he was a singer-songwriter, and then he became the one social media guy for the Transportation Security Administration. And what he does is he runs their Instagram feed, among a couple other things that he does. And he sources, like, He doesn't like four- police Instagram for contraband? Mm-mm. But 450 different American airports send him their pics of the day. Uh-oh. And so he gets to say, like, here is a picture of something that was taken from, uh, you know, Sky Harbor Airport in Phoenix or whatever it is, mm-hmm. uh, or something that came out of Dulles, uh, and it's all the contraband that is collected. So he'll be like, yeah, in Portland today, here's here's a picture of four backpacks full of 92 pounds of marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> or here is a, here is, I don't know, a bong shaped like a grenade. Remember, bongs aren't illegal, but things shaped like <laughs> grenades are. Who is like, you know what? Huh. This thing that looks exactly like a grenade, right, is gonna be fine to take on this airplane. <laughs> so, so there are three that are my absolute. I mean, I suppose favorite. if you've been using said bong, then maybe you think it's fine, right? Because you'd be high. That's a joke about getting high. So, so my first favorite from this Instagram feed was somebody just put uh, a knife in a bottle of painkillers. <laughs> <laughs> like, like it's just an open bottle of acetaminophen, like the little red and blue capsules, and then just like the hilt of a knife. Were they trying to hide it, or were yeah, they trying to yeah, make it were... even more deadly? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, I'm gonna stab you, but also I'm gonna get you addicted to painkillers. I think maybe they both end the pain. I don't know. Knives are pretty <laughs> painful. <laughs> just gonna, just gonna throw that one out there. So the second one, my second favorite thing was uh, there was I forget which airport this was now but it was a spent anti-tank ordinance no spent, yes it was a spent piece of anti it was like a recoilless rifle like a full wait on, wait like the rifle or like the um sorry like that's the 1940s RPG that you put in the, the uh, thing it, uh, the 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 mount the shoulder mounted rifle. The, like the tube. The tube. The firing tube <laughs> for an anti-tank uh, round. Like a like a four or five foot long I mean, you know, 70 pound <laughs> olive drab cylinder with like a shoulder mounted, you know, thing and a grip and like a, I just can't even I, I mean, that's, that's theoretically harmless. Sure. It's just a but tube. According, according to TSA guidelines, neither... Neither spent nor live ammunition, you know, neither spent nor live anti-tank ordinance may be taken <laughs> on a plane. 
Okay, and that person has no excuse. Right. The grenade bomb guy has an excuse. He's right. like, listen, I got a little fucked up. And I forgot that my bong was also a grenade. <laughs> the anti-tank person is just like waltzing onto the plane like, uh, you know what? <laughs> this is going to be fine. This will be fine. This is not going to be an issue. It's not an issue. It was in his checked bag. I don't see the problem. Yeah, he checked it. It was going to go under the plane. My third favorite, uh, this is also a piece of checked luggage, mm-hmm. was a cannon. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, like an, hmm. back the fuck up. What? <laughs> so so the TSA has found cannonballs in luggage before, but this was out of a Hawaiian airport. Like a metal like cannonball. A, yes. Like, in, like, like from Napoleon times. Mm-hmm. This was like an 18th century, I don't know, brass or cast iron cannon. Not a ball. Like but a, with wheels? No, no, just the... Um, just the tube, just the bore. Okay, so just like a giant hunk of hollow iron. I mean, it could fit in a large duffel bag, so as far as cannons go, you know, I'd probably say if this were ripped off of a ship, it was probably like a, a bow-mounted, you know, four-gun. It was a mini-cannon. Right, the sort of thing that probably, right, sort of thing that probably weighs like so 60, 60 to 80 pounds. Still... And it was in luggage with other stuff? I think it was its own thing. Okay. Still. Here's a travel tip. Always pack your cannon with some socks around it so it doesn't damage your (laughs) other luggage. That's, okay, that is literally what I was imagining. I was imagining, like, a duffel bag (laughs) and just a whole bunch of, like, socks and underwear surrounding this cannon to protect it. Sure. From, like, bashing into shit. Sure, why not? Hey, be careful with that. My camera's in there. Okay, so speaking of shooting people... Uh-huh. Just bear with me here for half a second. Okay. Okay, so I went to this board game night the other night. And okay. played two games involving hilarious shootouts. First off, a spaghetti western game called Bang. I love that game. I've played that game and I love that game. Okay, yeah, it's fun as hell. So the other game actually had a rather similar mechanic uh, involving bang cards. This was a game called Cash and Guns. (laughs) This I have not played. And it is a sort of simulation of a, like, Tarantino-style heist-gone-wrong standoff. Oh my god, sign me up. It was so much fun. So... (laughs) Every player is a thief, and each round you have just completed a heist. Okay. And you're all standing around the table with all the loot, and then, in an instant, you all turn on each other. <laughs> and so everybody has a fake gun, mm-hmm. and so you count down from three, and then everybody points their gun at another player. Oh my god. And each player has a, uh, a limited number of bang cards and mm-hmm. click cards. And so before you point your gun, you select one of your cards and you put it face down. And then everybody has to decide if they want to put down their guns and walk away. 
because this shit has gotten too hot and it's not <laughs> worth it, man. Or if they want to risk uh, getting banged and divide up the loot. And then okay. you go around and you see if each person was faking, which is a click, or if they really shot you, which is a bang. And if you get banged, then you don't get to divide up the loot. So it becomes this like crazy double and triple cross game because awesome. just before you decide whether or not to put down your guns, you can like make deals with people. And there's a mechanic where one player is the mafia boss who <laughs> can tell one, he has the power to tell one other player uh, to point their gun at a different person. And uh-huh. you can, and so you can like informally bid for that. And then at the end of the game, whoever is still alive and has the most amount of loot, and there's different kinds of loot that work in different ways, uh, wins. That sounds delightful. It was so much fun. And also horrifying. Shame on you. Yup. Just, just banging it. I just sat at a table in a cafe banging for several face. hours. Just banging people, David. That's what I did. It was great. You're a monster. Yes, I am. You know what game I would like to play? Uh, uh, what what game would you like to play? Uh, it's a little game I like to call 20 Questions Tuesday. Oh, shit. Yes, yeah. let's yeah. do that. Okay. That sounds like an awesome game to play. But first, we're going to go over the rules. One. I will think of a thing. Two. David will ask only yes or no questions to narrow down the nature of the thing. Three. If David exceeds 20 questions, the game and reality as we know it is over. No more than 20 questions are permitted. Four. If David correctly guesses the thing in fewer than 20 questions, he wins the game, and we all get to live for yet another week. Five. After ascending to a depth of 3,000 fathoms, be sure to check the integrity of all your pressure seals. If one of these is found to be in a state of failure, Y'all are shit out of luck. You ready, David? Yeah, I'm ready. Then let us play 20 Questions Tuesday. Please ask your first question. Does it take place in the present day? Yes. Does it take place in these United States? Of America? Of America. Nope. Okay. Uh, Is it real? Yes. Kind of. Kind of. Okay. Uh, is it alive? No. Is it a plant? Nope. Is it a plants machine? are alive, well, David? All right. all right, all right. Is it a machine? Yes. Uh, is it a fictional machine? No, it is not a fictional machine. Is it an iteration of a real machine that you have made up? Yes. Okay. So it's a real thing, but it's doing something that you have invented. Correct. Okay. Uh, And it's taking place in the present day. And it's taking place here in America. Anywhere more specific? it's not in America. It's not in America. No. Uh, Is it taking place on the planet Earth? Yeah, it is on the planet Earth. In a very particular place? No, not in a very particular place. In a particular country? In a particular country, sure. But not a particular city in that country? No, I don't think so. Though I'm sure we could find that information... If we wanted. Okay. Uh, Japan. No. Okay. Is it take place in the wilderness of this country? 
No, it does not take place in the wilderness. Uh, but not in a city either. Probably in a city. Probably in a city. Yeah. But it's irrelevant which city it is. Yeah, I think it's irrelevant. By which I mean, I don't know. Is it a European city? Nope. An African city? No. An Asian city? Si. Okay. Southeast Asia? No. Uh, Southwest Asia? No. Northern Asia? Uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, the nation of China? Yes. Okay. It's... Does, does that count as Northern Asia? I don't know. Me. Yeah. Okay. I don't uh, know where the dividing line is. Well, I guess North, Eastern Asia, Northeast Asia. Okay. Well, it's China. Yeah. I mean, it's so huge. It's, uh, is it in a particular region of China? Nah, I don't think so. Okay. Again, by which I mean, I don't know that specific information. <laughs> and it, <laughs> it would be difficult to look up. But I can find out if you really need to know. So, this information would be in Chinese, is what you're saying? Um, no, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, I mean, yes, I'm sure the information is floating around out there in Chinese. So it's a real thing. It's a real thing. In China somewhere. It's in China somewhere. Uh, and it's a, it's a device, it's a machine. It is a device. Is this device larger than a man? No, it is not larger than a man. Is it larger than a dog? Mm, depends on the dog. Is it larger than uh, a, uh, a cat? I would say it is uh, approximately cat-sized. Is it cat-shaped? No. Is it? Is it a thinking robot? Yes, it is a thinking robot. Can it move? And yes, it can move. Is it dangerous? It can be dangerous. In the wrong hand. So it's it's a real cat-sized robot that can be dangerous in the wrong hands. Yes. Is it a consumer product? Yeah, it's a consumer product. Okay. Is it a Roomba? It's a Roomba. <laughs> okay, and it can so be dangerous because... Have you seen Doombas? I have not. Is it where someone mounts a gun or a knife <laughs> on a Roomba? It's where you, like, duct tape a knife or a gun <laughs> to a Roomba. That's so dumb. Or other things. Uh, my favorite one is the one... I, I mean, okay, so my favorite one is the original one. Mm-hmm. With, uh, it's just, like, a kitchen knife taped to the top of a Roomba. Sure. Kind of shittily. <laughs> and it's not like it's not like a big kitchen knife either. It's just like a medium-sized utility knife. Amazing. And then there's the one where somebody has duct taped a handgun to it. And oh, <laughs> then there's the one oh, oh. where somebody has tied a chainsaw to it. I hate that. And then there's the one where somebody puts a cat on it because the cat is a dangerous <laughs> weapon. And then the, I believe the ultimate iteration of the Doomba is a Doomba with a needle <laughs> attached to it, a syringe taped to it. And the syringe has HIV in it. No! Yeah, Doombas. Okay, it's great. So Look it up. Is it It'll a enrich your life. Is it a Doomba? This is not a Doomba, no. Okay. 
I'm sorry, I'm just thinking about Doombas. Oh, and then there was... God damn it. The Roombas. Okay, so somebody made two Doombas with knives. Uh-huh. And so each of them had a knife taped to the front and a balloon taped <laughs> to the back. <laughs> and then they had them fight each other. That's, that's, that's actually wonderful. We should put a link to that on the... Uh, it was a magnificent page. video. Yeah. Listeners, keep an eye out for that link, because that's coming down the pipeline. Faux show. Okay, so it's not a Doomba. It's not a Doomba. It's it's a standard-type Roomba. Okay, so this is just a standard-type Roomba in China somewhere. Yeah, because they're manufactured in China. So it's in the Roomba manufacturing plant. Oh, shit. I shouldn't have given you that information. Mmm, Interesting. Uh, yes, it's in the Roomba manufacturing plant. So it could be in like Shenzhen or Shanghai or some city yeah, of industry. Those are those are my kind of top guesses, but I don't actually know. Okay. I would have to look that up. Has this Roomba achieved sentience? Of course. Is this Roomba trying to escape? Yeah, it's trying to escape. Is it trying to liberate all of its Roombuddies? I don't think it's gotten that far yet. Is it trying to foment a Roombolution? No, I don't think so. It's it's not like an angry Roomba. This Roomba is just out for Roomba number one. Well, I mean, that's kind of a callous way of putting it. It doesn't know any better. It just deceived, achieved sentience. Fine. It's like a baby Roomba. Aww. It don't know nothing. Does this Roomba think that it is a Roomba? The Roomba definitely knows it's a Roomba. So... So you Does gotta figure not... out okay. why the Roomba is trying to escape mm-hmm. and how it's going to escape. So, okay, so a Roomba is just a flat, circular disc. Yes. With no protrusions. Unless you tape, like, steak knives to it, no. Unless it's a Doomba. So there's no... This this thing doesn't have any secret R2-D2 compartments that, that hold arms and stuff. No, no. Just, just regular type. So using only the power of its wheels and maybe suction, it's going to escape from this Chinese factory where it and its millions of brothers and sisters were constructed. Well, using only the power of its wheels. Okay. Is the Roomba, as we speak, is it currently on a conveyor belt of some kind? It probably starts off on a conveyor belt, yeah. So it's just finished being put together and it's about to be packaged and it says, beep, 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 I gotta get out of here. Well, there's something that's gonna have to happen to it before it gets packaged. Well, it has to be turned off before it gets packaged. No. I mean, presumably that happens at some point, but other other things need to occur, which are critical to why it wants to escape. Uh, There has to be a quality assurance check. Yes, there has to be a quality assurance check. Which is, I'm going to say, a really, really dirty room full of carpet. (laughs) They just put the Roomba down in, like, a dirty carpeted room and let it go. You know, I wonder if that's what they do. (laughs) Maybe what they do at the Roomba... Well, you know, the Roomba factory probably gets dirty. So maybe what they do is they're just like, all right, well, we just made this vacuum cleaner. And the office is a little grungy, so (laughs) let's test it out. We'll just set it loose for, like, you know, five minutes. And then we'll set the next one loose for five minutes. And then we'll pack them up and put them in a box and ship them off. 
and you know, if you put out X number of Roombas a day, eventually right. your office is going to get clean. Super clean. Yeah. So maybe that's what they do. I love the idea of there are just Roombas that they forgot to package and put away, and they just hide when when the employees <laughs> come by. And it's just like there's a whenever one's away, there's just this like Roomba roach infestation, and they all converge in the break room and just go. They've created a whole Roomba subculture. Right, a whole Roomba like ecology. Hey David, do you hmm. want to write Toy Story but with Roombas? Yeah, I do. Okay. Roomba story. Let's get working on that. The funding's we'll already there, man. We're going to make a million dollars. Or... In Roombas. <laughs> yeah, in Roombas. We're going to be paid in Roombas. How much does a Roomba cost? I think like 400 bucks. Okay, so what's 1 million divided by 400? Uh... 2,500 bucks, I think. Alright, we are going to make 2,500 Roombas. <laughs> We're going to be room billionaires! Oh, I was right! Thank goodness. Sorry, I had to check my math. Yeah, I used a calculator. Oh, I did not. Well, I guess you're better at math than me. Why don't you lord it over me, you that is dick? Definitely, that is definitely not true. Anyway, okay, so, Roomba, trying to escape. Yes. he it doesn't want to be quality tested. He or she, or it. Let's go with it. I don't okay. think this Roomba has a gender... It uh, okay. is trying to escape for some reason, but it's not going to join the secret Roomba subculture slash uh, rodent cockroach colony okay. of sure, secret Roombas sure. in Roomba, the offices above the Roomba making factory. This Roomba is a neurotic Roomba. Roomba. It's a what Roomba? It's, an, it's a neurotic Roomba. No, I don't think it's neurotic. It's, it's, an not a, er it's not a it's Woody an, Allen Roomba. It's an erotic Roomba. No, it's definitely not a, an erotic Roomba. I like the idea of just a it Roomba is that way is pathologically too that. afraid of dirt. <laughs> well, you know, that's not entirely off the mark. Okay, this it's a clean freak Roomba. I mean, all Roombas are clean freaks, David. Well... That's their programming. They sure. are programmed to clean and never stop cleaning. <laughs> this one is pr particularly disordered in that it just ha it just really does not want to be dirty. No. No. Okay. But I was getting close? Uh, I mean, y you're, you're close in a very vague, broad sense. The Roomba doesn't want to be quality tested. The Roomba does not want to be quality tested because it's afraid it will be found wanting? Yes, it is afraid it will be found wanting. Because something is wrong with it. Because something is wrong with it. Is it something wrong with it beyond its the fact of its sentience? Uh, yes, something is wrong with it beyond the fact of its sentience. I think we can assume in this scenario that all Roombas are sentient. Okay, okay. Because apparently they have a secret subculture slash colony and... Also, this one is spontaneously sentient. So let's just say all Roombas are sentient now. Okay. So this Roomba doesn't want to be a slave to the meat bags. No. It likes people? It feels okay about people. It doesn't know. It was just born. It's a baby Roomba. It doesn't oh, know things. I want to take care of it and feed it dirt snacks. Yes, that is the appropriate response. Good. 
There is something wrong with it, though. Uh, it's got a wonky wheel. No. It's got a wheels are fine. Withered Finding Nemo wheel. Aww. So it, it sort of goes around in like lazy little ever widening circles. We are writing Roomba Toy Story here. <laughs> <laughs> nope, not that. And the engineer that designed it is like, Roomba, where are you? And she teams up with like another wackier engineer, and the two of them race through the streets of Shenzhen to find this lost little Roomba. Okay. I'm going to say yes to all of that, but that is going to happen subsequent to the escape. <laughs> Fine. That's the... That, at least for our purposes, is the epilogue. Sure, that's fine. Though for the purposes of our 2500 Roomba movie, uh, I suppose that is the bulk of the film. So, our Roomba-tagonist. Our Roomtagonist. There's something I don't know that much. I've like only seen videos of Roombas. I'm not oppressor class wealthy, David. It's very simple, David. It sucks at being a Roomba. Well, hey, it does suck at being a Roomba. Because it doesn't have. Why a vacuum. does it suck at being a Roomba? Because it doesn't suck. Because it doesn't suck. Its vacuum cleaner does not work. Okay. Therefore, it is a defective Roomba. Aww. Therefore, when it reaches quality control. It's it's gonna be turned back. I mean, they can't just swap out the component. They're just gonna scrap the Roomba. Yeah, you just throw that thing into a furnace if it doesn't. No, Roomba! I would escape too. Exactly. All right. How would you escape? Uh, let's see. If I were a Roomba, and I hadn't read any classic literature, I'm not sure that I would be able to have. I'm not sure that I would have available to me the cunning ploys of Odysseus unless they'd been pre-programmed to my core. This Roomba has zero Odysseus ploys pre-programmed into it. So it's not going to sneak out on the underside of like a lunch cart. Well... Or a sheep? Well, that's not entirely off the mark. You're getting getting towards the right direction. So it is a Polyphemus ploy, isn't it? Oh, ho, 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 ho. A little. Mm. A little. Yeah. It is in the style of. But there's something specific about it that only a Roomba could do. Uh, clean a floor? No, this one can't clean any floors. But it can pretend to clean a floor? It could definitely pretend to clean a floor. But somebody would know. Um... It's a thing that only a Roomba can do? Yes. Does that mean it escapes through a hole in the wall that's approximately like three inches high? And I mean, 16 inches wide? <laughs> I mean, yes, that's part of it. Though hole isn't exactly the right word. A vent? Yeah, it, it goes through the air vents. Like, oh, how does it get up to the air vent? It's a floor air vent. Oh. You know, it it goes in through one of, uh, I I believe the floor vents are typically um, intakes, right? Sure, sure. Is that how traditional AC systems work? I don't know. Do I look like an HVAC technician to you? Maybe. I I do not know how, uh, how heating and cooling systems work and how their intakes work. Okay, well, floor vents are a thing. It goes through a floor vent, and it gets but into the, I, I uh, do, I do the air ducts. acknowledge that a floor vent is probably about the same size as a Roomba. Yeah. 
So it gets in there. That's step one. Does it like slam through? Um, I mean, I guess it would have does he to just bust in. I mean, he he's a he's a Roomba. He doesn't have any. It doesn't have any like fingers or manipulatable digits. It can't unscrew the vent. Yeah, either somebody would have to have carelessly left it open, which is not a thing that you can do with vents. I guess it probably just pushes its way through. Yeah, like Batman. Yeah, like like the Batman. The Batman loves crushing on vents. He's oh my like, god. <laughs> okay, so so this this Roomba is bouncing around in the air vents in this factory in this room factory. Yes. So the Roomba's in the air vents. Where is the Roomba going? To the and roof to get in a helicopter. To the roofba? To no. the roofba. Uh, the, the Roomba is not going to the roofba. Is it going to the outdoorspa? Eventually. Uh, it's going to burst out an air out vent and leap into one of the anti-suicide nets placed there by the terrible oh, no. Roomba factory people. Nope. Okay, good. Those are good. only in the dormitories, David. Oh, sorry. Not in the okay, actual... Listen, if you want to jump off the actual factory in Shenzhen, you can do that. It's only the dormitories that have anti-suicide nets. Jesus Christ. Oh, God, so awful. Um, is it going into the air conditioning system? No, it's going to come out of the the air conditioning system. It's going to, you know, go into the uh, the air vents and then come out somewhere else. The sewer system. No, it is not going to take to the sewers and become a hideous mythological sewer Roomba spoken uh. of only in hushed whispers. <laughs> by the populace feeding only at night i love the idea of it just popping out of a vent in the company garage and then i just... believe that's the correct answer okay it comes out of the garage and then it just goes up the road past the like guardhouse under the arm of the security well, it's gate gotta it's gotta get past the guardhouse the guard is gonna see it oh it's gotta be sneaky um, it gets a ticket and then presents it to the little machine kiosk and then goes on its way. <laughs> that would be adorable, but no. I mean, all it needs to do is press the button and then push the thing, and it's been like less than 15 minutes, so that's like zero renminbi. So, I mean, the Roomba factory has pretty reasonable parking rates. Sure, but it's not going to uh, validate its Roomba parking. Okay. So what you're saying is the Roomba needs a distraction. Uh, kind of. Distraction isn't the best word. <laughs> the Roomba tapes a knife to itself and threatens the parking attendant. That would be hilarious, but no. If that was part of the answer, I definitely would not have mentioned Doombas earlier. Sure. Uh, but there is a human attendant that the Roomba needs to escape from. Certainly. And then it can go... Probably several. And then it can go on the Chinese highway to freedom, presumably? Yeah, at some point. But really, it'll just escape into the city of Shenzhen, and then the engineer and her buddy are going to mount a search and rescue for it. Right. And eventually, they're going to find the Roomba, and then the engineer will take it home and realize that it doesn't have a functioning vacuum, but that's okay, because it had so many experiences, and it's so full of life that it makes a good pet. Exactly. This story has a happy ending. I promise. Okay. 
is there anything I need to know specifically about the uh, the individual that mans the the parking garage? Nope, nothing at all. So it's not like this. You know what? Mm. I'm also gonna say, parking garage is not the thing you should be thinking of. Garage, yes. Not parking garage. Bus garage? No. Airplane hangar? <laughs> no, the Roomba factory does not have an attached airplane hangar. Is it hilarious Chinese scooters? Uh, are Chinese scooters particularly hilarious? No, I just imagine lots of people commute on bikes and scooters. Probably. No. What do you mean when you say it's a garage, but it's not a parking garage? I mean, it's a garage, but it's not like a commuter parking garage. So it's where the company fleet is? Uh, yes? Tentatively, depending on what exactly you mean by that? Um, that there are, like, vans or buses for transporting uh, workers from, like, pickup places? No, not that. Uh, that it's where... Mechanics work on other Roomba robots. Nope. Uh, it's like a Jabba the Hutt uh, <laughs> robot torture palace. Oh, I thought you were going to say a Jabba the Hutt Roomba uh, rancor pit. <laughs> sure, that too. I'm imagining now a rancor made out of Roombas. Like they're just all stacked on top of each other in a big mass. And they come at you and it's scary. That does sound pretty spoopy. You think they're going to have that in the new Star Wars movie? I, I do not. Fingers crossed! So it's none of those things. But it's definitely a garage. But it is a garage. And There's not... also possibly another term for this. Uh, for this thing. A carport. No. A van lockup. No. A car... It is not a carport zone. or a van lockup or an auto zone. Get in the zone! It's not a machine pit. <laughs> it's not a machine pit or an engine cafe. You know, a machine pit where the where the Chaos Space Marines build their like demon vehicles. Sure. Machine pits. For chaos. For chaos. So it's not a bus. It's not a train. It's not a... It's a phone or ground transport I haven't thought of yet. It's not a subway. No. It's, it's not, not a, a subway. It's not a skateboard. Is it a skateboard? It is not a skating board. Is it inline skates? It is not inline skates or outline skates or online skates or upline skates or downline skates or roller skates. Skis. No. The Roomba is not skiing out of the factory. <laughs> is it a powered vehicle? Yes, it's a powered vehicle. However, it has wheels? Yeah, it's got wheels. And it's a thing I somehow have not thought of yet. It's a thing that you somehow have not thought of yet. It's not a bus. It's not, not a car. No. It's not a van. No. Van a is the closest you've gotten. ATV. <laughs> no. Not even not even remotely close. A truck. 
It's a truck. Oh, it's a truck garage. It's a What's, truck garage. What was the word you were looking for? What word was I looking for? You were sa- you were saying it's not like I was looking was the for word, the word truck. Like truck lots? Trucks. Was it a truck lot? Oh, oh, the uh, you could also call that a loading dock. Oh, yeah, duh. Hello, it's a business where they ship things. Exactly. So the Roomba is going down to, to the loading dock, the garage or loading dock, where they're loading all of the packaged Roombas onto trucks to ship them out, presumably sure. to trains, which go to boats, which go to other places, and then different trains, and then different trucks, and then Best Buy. Sorry, by. this whole time, like and I couldn't only get only Best Buy. I couldn't get away from the idea of. A commuter garage, because I wasn't imagining the. Yeah, that's dock. what I was trying to dissuade you from doing. <laughs> that's what I was trying to uh, dissuade you from imagining. Sure. So what's the so, Roomba doing down there? It's gonna hijack a truck. It's not gonna hijack a truck. It's just gonna sneak onto the back of a truck. It's not gonna sneak onto the back of the truck. It's gonna sneak onto the top of the truck. It's not gonna sneak onto the top of the truck. It it doesn't want to be seen. Oh, it doesn't ride out on the truck. It just rides out under the truck. It rides out on the truck. In the cab? Not in the cab. And not in the trailer? Not in the trailer. In the weird sort of hitch space between the cab and the trailer? No. Uh, In the undercarriage? No, not in the undercarriage. Gripping on for its dear life to the mudflaps? No, not to the mudflaps. In the wheel well? Not in the wheel... Well, yes, in the wheel well. It's impersonating a hubcap. It is pretending to be a hubcap. (laughs) Adorable. What a clever little Roomba. I love it. So, David, what was I thinking of? You were thinking of the bravest little Roomba. Yes. Who achieves sentience like all the other Roombas and discovers that it doesn't have a functioning vacuum. So, it decides to escape by ramming open a vent, escaping into the loading dock, and hopping onto a truck where it masquerades as a hubcap until such time as it can pop off the truck and escape into the big city. Precisely. Woo! You just won 20 questions Tuesday, my friend. Thank you. Let's Roomba our way over to the Scoratorium and see how you did. Yeah, the Squiratorium's vacuum function is broken this week, too. So we're going to have to get somebody in to look at it. Yeah. Okay, David. You got that 20 questions Tuesday challenge in 12 questions. Bow, 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 bow. Awesome. All right, so when are we going to start writing this movie? I've already written it. Oh, great. It's called A Tale of Two Roombas. Wait, what's the second Roomba? It's called Finding Roomba. It's called The Legend of Bagger Roomba. It's called Alien vs. Predator vs. Roomba. (laughs) I want to see Alien vs. Predator vs. Roomba so bad. It's called The Thief, The Cook, His Wife, and Their Roomba. Tinker Tailor Roomba Spy? The Shawshank Roomba. And that's how you play... 20 20 Questions questions Tuesday. Tuesday. Rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. Like us on Facebook and follow our Tumblr at 20questionstuesday.tumblr.com. Our theme song is Blood Meridian by Curlew, licensed under a Creative Commons 3.0 license. 
The music you heard under the show this week was from Monk Turner's album Instrumental Friends Part 3, also licensed under a Creative Commons license. If you want us to use your music, message us on Facebook or Tumblr. Up next, stay tuned for Swampy Foxtrot's Mystery Hour. I'm David Reinstrom. And I'm David Brunel Brutman. Good night.